I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alenios Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alenios Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. <laughs> and it's the voice that increases your moist, Marcus. This is our solemn episode. <laughs> no, it's not solemn. I just gave Smith a little... had so much energy in the first two words... <laughs> And then he gave it all away. I did. I did. It's one of those kinds of days, y'all. You know, sometimes you can't be 100%. True. Truth. Hell yeah. I'm sitting here in a fucking call with a guy who's like combing his beard, another man in an Overwatch t-shirt, so. Hey, what's wrong with an Overwatch t-shirt? Yeah. What's wrong with Marcus combing his beard? Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marcus's luxurious beard that he has. That would require Marcus to be able to grow one. Listen, the fact that there's hair on my chin technically qualifies as a beard, okay? You want? Mm. Well, think about it, Marcus. Really, you, you got a, you got the, the best situation that you could have because you could be like me and grow a very shitty beard mm. that looks like a fucking uh, a terrible wizard, or you could look you could have a, a beard. Seth grows an actual beard, you know. Right. Uh, so yeah, Seth you can choose one of those too. Seth's beard is amazing, and I oh, hate thank it. you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. There you go. See, it's even better. So really, you don't you don't want to be if you if you got to be beardless, you want to be like you beardless and not me with the crappy beard that doesn't look good. Thanks, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but one day, Marcus, the mustache will happen for you. So I believe in that. Yeah. This is the longest I've ever seen his mustache. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. Growing like a John Waters mustache, dude. <laughs> Yeah, it was if it was a little bit thinner. Although I guess the size comparison makes up for it. Marcus is so much bigger than John Waters that his mustache won't be as thin. That's true. Marcus That's is true. like five John Waters if they like <laughs> bulked up for a month. <laughs> you just look. Right now, Marcus, you just you just look like the fucking one of the wizard companions from uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. Hey, yeah, right. the sexy Marcus one is a John Ocean. John, John Ocean. Because it's an, uh, so much John Waters. Yeah. <laughs> I should shave it one day and see how y'all feel about that. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were somehow fusing John Waters and Frank Ocean into one person. Oh. <laughs> no, Marcus doesn't have very many Frank Ocean qualities. Unless he's a lot sadder I than don't I think even, he is. <laughs> I mean, that's a possibility. <laughs> I don't even know who Frank Ocean is. He makes music, right? He makes this whole very, thing. very good music. But it'll, oh, it'll get you okay. in your feelings, for sure. You'll be in the in the okay. shower, crying. And you'll pretend that it's the, the shower and not your tears. But he'll have you. <laughs> he'll have you by the heart. Good to know. Good to know. If I ever want to get sad, listen to Frank Ocean. Hell yeah. Well, boys, it's been another week. Yep. Seven days have passed. What's happened in those seven days? So much. Almost as if nothing at all has happened. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I know one good thing that happened. Uh, un- Amazon's first union was organized. Yes. yes. In a vote that I like to say was way too close, but still they won. Yeah. Mm. It was like 2,300, yes, 2,100, no, which is an insane number, guys. Come on, right. get it together. Yeah. But they did unionize, so... <sighs> And so uh, I think the guy who organized it, Chris Smalls, uh, said that uh, he, he wants to thank Jeff Bezos for going to space because while he was up there, they were down here organizing. Wow. Yeah. That's good. So it seems like Amazon is protesting this. They're going to they're gonna try and go to the NLRB and sue the NLRB for interfering, which is insane because NLRB has no power and is toothless as shit. 
But it seems like the plan that Amazon's going to go for here is to just keep not paying the, the fines or recognizing union to get to the Supreme Court and try and see if they can get a precedent that breaks unions in America. So I guess we'll, we'll see how that works what out. The fuck? Wow. <laughs> it's literally cheaper to just pay the believable wage. What the fuck? It's actually not cheaper Man. in the long run. Yeah. If you have, you have billions to burn... You can change the the law forever. That's what you're gonna yeah. try and do. Because you gotta think, if one warehouse unionizes, hopefully more will. Hopefully right. for us. Very unfortunate for Amazon. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, shouldn't they shouldn't see it as something unfortunate, but they do. Right. Well, yeah, of course. So yeah, that's been a whole big story, and there was a thing where everyone got mad at Chris Smalls. Not everybody, but some folks got mad at Chris Smalls because he 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 wouldn't thank AOC. Because she didn't show up at all. He was like, she didn't do anything for us, so I'm not going to thank her. No, this wasn't, this is not her moment. This is ours. Right. weird. And folks got mad because he, he retweeted uh, Redfish, which is a Russian media outlet. And it's like, because, you know, right now Russians are pure evil. So we got to, y'all got to all hate the Russians forever now. Yeah, it's not like there's plenty of so, people yeah. in the country who also wish they weren't at war. Yeah. Because the, the plan right now is, this has always been the, the, the game plan for, for any kind of leftist movement, is make one person the entire movement. Yeah. And when that person fails in a perceived way, you can damn everybody with one, with one person's yeah. actions. Fred know? Hampton, great example. Yeah. Well, to be fair, they, they did just kill him, so. I mean, yeah, they killed him, but that was, back then that was how they put people out. Now they have, they can't. Well, they tried, remember they tried to get fucking Emil Kane to kill himself, yep. that letter by him committing adultery. Yep. Dang. Literally told me you should kill yourself, and it was like it didn't work out, thankfully. But they tried to do it, you know, make one person in the whole whole movement, and then say that person's bad. So what else is yep, bad too? So then that guy from the X Files killed him. How, how shitty is it that the government turns to internet tactics to get exactly? To they just they just sent him a letter that just says KYS. <laughs> I mean, and it's not just anybody, any random person. It was literally J. Edgar Hoover that sent in that letter. Like, it's it's a, the the guy, the head of the FBI was like, "Kill yourself." Wow. Craziness, y'all. So that's Weird. good news, though. We got we got our a union mm-hmm. uh, for Amazon I finally. Mean, heck, while we're on unions, might as well unionize everything. Like, I'm tired of paying all this fucking rent. Yep, let's unionize <laughs> renters. Just gather up all these tenants and be like, "Hey, we want less rent, or you'll get no rent." How about that? <laughs> Yeah, there's there's there are tenant unions. They exist. Yep. Oh yeah, I got fired mine. I love how they're. And I've seen a lot of articles now where they're trying to flip the narrative, where it's like, um, people who are who can't buy homes, or people who are like rioting against their landlords, are the actual problem, and they're hurting landlords. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's what we want. <laughs> Uh, you can't really make me a sympathy piece for someone who owns freaking five apartment buildings and a bunch of rental homes. Like, I don't really care about that person. And, and the worst part is, like, they don't, like, reinvest in it. Like, they don't make it better. They barely maintain it just so they can sell it again. Yep. Yeah, there was something the other day with, like, New York City was complaining about about uh, uh, vicious attacks on small landlords in their in their in their city. Like people of color who are landlords, and they keep citing this one guy who's this black dude who owns uh, apartments in New York City. Yep, I saw that. He's, he's considered a small landlord. I mean, he owns. How many? He owns like a hundred and fifty units. Okay, small. That's what if, no fuck you. He's not small. That's a goddamn. That's a slum lord. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Just because one is one guy who says he's a small landlord does not make that any better. I mean. A small landlord would be like a person who rents out their spare room, you know, or maybe owns one property. Yeah. They don't also, if you're a landlord, you know? I just don't care. Like, that's just not the <laughs> yeah, issue. Right. Like, that's, I, you were, we're just on different sides here. Like, you're literally getting money for having money. Like, yeah. Eat shit. <laughs> I saw a freaking, an interview with a, the CEO of, <clears throat> I saw an interview with the CEO of one of the, um, biggest like home buyers and renters in america people who just keep buying all these single family homes so that people you know who actually want a home can't buy them anymore have to rent for the rest of their lives and just with the most confidence in the world he was just like yeah so our biggest clientele right now is millennials and you know they what we've realized is they don't really want to own homes they kind of want to just 
rent these homes that we own because that's just the lifestyle they want to lead. I'm like, oh yeah, it's not because the prices have gotten so incredibly high that anyone who wants a single family home just has to rent it anyway. Yeah, that's because they don't yeah. want it. Yeah, I feel like there's a, there, there's a certain like uh, uh, subgroup of millennials who got used to the whole like get a new job every 18 months thing who are probably okay with not owning a home because they want to keep hopping around to new places all the time. But that's not most millennials, I don't think. I think most of us are kind of set in one place. I fucking you know, hate changing from- jobs. <laughs> oh, yeah? I hate doing all the paperwork and like redoing all your fucking benefits and all this shit. I hate it so much. It's the most annoying thing in the world. And if we had universal healthcare, it wouldn't be as much of an issue, I guess. Um, but yeah, just all the stuff you have to do when you change jobs is so boring. You know? And you gotta learn new shit, a whole new company, and it's all its policy. That's the and easy part. And- <laughs> really? Yeah. Changing benefits? Yeah, and they all new people. Ugh. I do love whenever you get a new job. Maybe. I'm not sure this has ever happened to you guys, but every- the couple of times I've gotten a new job, and my first day there, I'm always like, oh, how do I do this? And then they're like, oh, you got to go ask uh, Grognard. He's the expert on this. And then <laughs> oh, you're like, what? And then every meeting you're at, somebody brings this guy up as if he's some mythical creature. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah, Grognard knows everything. Oh, my God. We, if we didn't have Grognard, we'd all kill ourselves because we couldn't <laughs> do our job. And then you finally meet him and he's just like, hi. Oh, yeah, you need this? Here you go. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you're like, he's just a regular guy. <laughs> Like they make it seem like he's some kind of super genius. <laughs> but really, he's just a guy who knows Excel. And that's it. <laughs> Krocknar is the linchpin of every company. <laughs> well, he's, he's got an Excel sheet he's maintained since 1997 with the entire goddamn payroll. Exactly. In, and he's the one person who can do it. <laughs> well, actually, I saw this recently about uh, companies like Lockheed Martin um, and Boeing have a real brain drain problem. Uh, not because there's not enough people to work in the job, but because they're not giving people the proper benefits to incentivize them to take the job. But they have these guys who've been there for 40, 50 years now who have pensions who are like doing this job, getting like maybe not, maybe not, you know, six digits, but but high five, let's say for their job. And they're going to retire coming one day soon with that pension. They're going to be fucking set for life. And they stopped offering pensions, you know, 20 years ago and they can't get people to come in and take those jobs now. Because they're not competitive anymore. And so they're like, they're coming a time when they don't make planes. They won't, they won't have to make the shit because no one wants to do it. No one is going to invest the time into getting that job. And there's no long-term benefit for having it. And they're finding out you can't just take a couple of undergrads and cram 50 years of knowledge into their heads in five years. Well, this is where, this is where my new app, Planer, comes into place. It's a gig economy app where you build planes... Uh, hourly on demand. Yeah. And that's how we build planes now. You know what the sad thing is? There probably is going to be an app like that at some point for like getting engineering work done on spec, you know? Yeah. It's going to be fucking crazy. But yeah, I mean, it, it just, it makes sense though. If you, if you kill all of the benefits that people want those jobs to have, but there used to be a time like being an engineer was a great fucking job because you'd be set for life. If you did it for long enough, you've worked 20 years and you get your fucking gold watch, you can retire and they stopped doing that. And now no one coming up the ladder is going to be able to continue going. They just, they just get fucked. Yeah. And what happens then, you know, it's pretty crazy when you realize, I realized this the other day that um, people, even people who have pretty decent jobs right now and are earning way more than I probably ever will, even they probably won't be able to retire. <laughs> and it's really scary. There's <laughs> just going to yeah. be one or two options. Like, let's say the world doesn't end. For nothing, like, let's just say we kind of continue at a regular pace right now. Nothing cataclysmic happens for some reason. You're either going to have a bunch of like 90 year old people who are trying to like, I want to say answer phones, but phones won't even probably be a thing then. We'll have something completely different. But doing some random jobs, or you'll just have a bunch of people who died in their 60s from being overworked. Like, I don't really know what it's going to look like at that point. Like, let's just say that tomorrow, techno-utopians are right. They invent some wonder tech that reverses climate change, preserves the environment. Yeah. And the world keeps turning. That would actually be more hellish in my opinion than than climate collapse because at least climate collapse will stop capitalism at some point and it's funny you mentioned that 
Because my, every time I think about climate collapse, the one thing I get scared of, I'm more scared of the fact that what if the capitalists win? Like, What if they actually do find a way to make capitalism continue to work and live forever? That's the thing I, I'm scared of most. I'm just like, they might just trap us here through sheer force of will. Real dystopian shit right there, Seth. Yeah. To where people are wishing that earthquakes were ripping the ground apart. <laughs> right. I wish Waterworld was real. Yeah, I wish that know? San Andreas was was happening. Oh, no. But if the capitalists are still alive, then they'll be like, hey, you're still coming into work, right? Yeah. <laughs> We've already seen it, you know? People in the wildfires and shit getting calls from their job, like, are you coming in today? And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? My house burned down. I have nowhere to live. It's like... I, maybe you're, maybe you're, I don't know. I just, I, I can sit here and hope that, that capitalism cannot triumph over the fucking, the biosphere. I hope the biosphere can at least put a stop to that. But I also fear that if the biosphere does degrade far enough to put a stop to capitalism, it'll also put a stop to our species. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's kind of the, the double-edged sword we're sitting on the tip of right now. Um, so yeah. Nice, fun, relaxing conversations, <laughs> for sure. <clears throat> the good news, I think, is that uh, capitalism is crumbling from a multitude of flanks. So I'm pretty sure capitalism will die as a result of simultaneous failure across the board. <laughs> well, it has been funny to see recently how the the Russian invasion of Ukraine has really just shown how the West is crumbling from the inside because there's no effective way to stop them from what they're doing. You know, we can't really... Because what are you going to do? Attack Russia and end the fucking world? You're going to have a nuclear war over this thing? Is that what you're going to do? Like, th- folks are talking about there's a genocide happening in Ukraine. They're, they're genocide of the Ukrainians. Okay, let's say they are. What do you do? What's your what's your answer to the, U- the Ukrainian genocide? What, what does the world then do? Because the only answer is nuclear war. That's where it goes. Because the sanctions didn't work. The economic soft power hasn't done anything. Russia's still ticking along just fine over there. And China is going to back them up. And also, also, America is pissing off India. We're driving India towards China. India has deep problems with China. But now they're they're turning back on that and saying, actually, you know what, China? Let's work together because America's pissing us off. Mm. I mean, we're... When I was in college, there was a theory in economics, right, called BRIC. Brazil, India, uh, Russia, China were going to be the future of the economy, that America and Europe would, would, would fail, and these, these countries would be the, the upcoming economic block. And it didn't pan out, but it seems like now we're trying to make it happen by just pissing off all of our allies at the same time. Like, so it's possibly happening, you know? Yeah. Um, have you guys heard about what's going on in Sri Lanka? Uh, I've not. So yeah, Sri Lanka is having an incredibly strange issue where, um, and this is just from some articles I read, so if there's any Sri Lankan listeners and I'm getting this wrong, let me know. But basically, Sri Lanka was a country, or is a country, I should say was, um, where they they survived a lot on tourism. It was a, a big place for tourists, and COVID hit them pretty hard. They were able to survive for a while, but they're having a big issue with their government, which I looked up last night and is incredibly corrupt. They um and the the issue they're having now is they can't pay for fuel. They don't have enough money to pay for fuel. So the citizens of Sri Lanka have to go ten to fourteen hours without power every day, um, so they can conserve fuel. And apparently, it is getting uh, pretty bad there. And I was looking up their uh, politicians last night, and it is pretty disturbing because one family has essentially ruled Sri Lanka for like thirty something years. Um. And I, the most fucked up thing was pretty recently, one of, there was one guy who was a member of the family who the citizens were, ha- we had it with this guy. We hate him. Let's get him out. So they get a recall election and they elect his brother. <laughs> uh. <coughs> and now the problems are apparently repeating themselves. So, uh, yeah, it looks like people in Sri Lanka are in a really bad scenario right now and no one seems to care. <laughs> But they, they basically just have to live without power for basic, for like half or more of the day. I'm just trying to imagine people being like, all right, Smith, get the fuck out of here. We're done with you. Seth, get in here. Yep. 
Now you run things. And then when I when I get too corrupt, they get in Marcus, our other brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True freedom is here. Anime is real. <laughs> this seems like using 22% of your country's GDP to, to make anime real. What does that mean? You gave <laughs> everyone in the country in the country Crunchyroll subscriptions? That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got Elon working on the cat girls. Oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> No, you call you call New Zealand for that. Uh, but we're looking right here, and we're seeing that your approval ratings are at ninety nine percent. That seems to be odd. Yeah. What can I say, baby? <laughs> I know what the people want. Oh, that's your that wait a minute. The national anthem ones. is Genshin Impact. That's not even a song. You can't just. Have, it's not it's a song. All songs. It's all the songs. It's the full Genshin soundtrack. <laughs> Every baseball game, we listen to the full Genshin Impact soundtrack <laughs> before they start playing. Pre-gaming is a whole thing in, yeah. in Sri Lanka now. That does suck what they're about not having power. That's crazy for a country that, you know, is industrialized, can't fucking uh, afford fuel for their power. Yeah. Um, that's, so, yeah. I mean, what are Pretty you going to I want to do some more research that, on you know? this. It looks, it looks kind of dire. Um, but yeah, I guess I'll, I'll find out some more stuff about it. It sounds like the Philippines. The Philippines have the same problem with crony families that are running the country. They, they they get swept in on these like waves of popular support. They just loot everything and then cut and run. But also, I'm pretty sure that South Korea, their other four last presidents, three of them are in prison now. I'm pretty sure. Damn, that's hardcore. It's two out of three. Because their presidents keep getting, you know, keep being super corrupt and going to jail for their corruption. I mean, their problem is they haven't come over here where you can do whatever the fuck you want and then just go back home. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine us ever prosecuting a president for anything? <laughs> you you would think at least Donald Trump because he's just blatantly doing this criminal shit. But nope, not even Did him. you see Donald Trump's recent press release? Which one? Oh, God. He bragged about uh, shooting a hole in one. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck him. But he's like, as to who won the round, I won't say. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Yeah, I scored a hole in one. It was it was in uh, Augusta, but, you know, no, nothing nothing major. I don't, don't think. Also, I dunked over some guy named uh, uh, Kareem. I can't remember his last name. It was weird. <laughs> couldn't pronounce it. I uh, dunked on him real quick. Um, Do you think Kareem could still uh, dunk today? I doubt Absolutely. it. I mean, I, oh, well, wow. he can, I think he, he can. He can reach the hoop. There's, well, he can't jump anymore. His his legs his legs are pretty have messed you up. Seen how tall he is? He needs to raise his hand. It's over. exactly because it's an it's an eight foot hoop. So yeah, he could definitely do a standing dunk. But as far as like getting off his feet, that would be kind of hard. He he has his 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 knees have uh, pretty much turned on him in, in his old age. But don't, don't worry, no Kareem, I still believe anymore. Anymore. Yeah, but he is like seven foot three, and his wingspan is like yeah. fifty feet. So I don't really think you know a problem <laughs> getting up there. Kareem's kneecaps are just pop rocks. By the so way, there's nothing going on for anyone there. out there who's interested in Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and incredibly good television. You should be watching Winning Time: The Story of the Lakers on HBO. It is probably the best show this year, and it's only five episodes in, and it is amazing. And the guy who plays Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is, that- is really good. Is that the one that's like a, like a, like a, like a fiction, not a fictionalized, but like a, a serialized, no, what do I call it? It's not a documentary, right? No. It's a fucking drama. Yeah, it's a drama. It's just based on the, okay, okay, okay. the first year that um, Jerry Buss owns, that bought the Lakers um, when Magic Johnson okay. came in as a rookie. And yeah, the guys who play, the, the player, uh, both Magic Johnson and Kareem are incredibly good. Uh, John C. Riley, he's great as always. So yeah. Gabby Hoffman's great in it. Freaking Tracy Letts. I mean, a bunch of really good actors. Show is fucking amazing. So yeah, if you if you're interested, check it out. It's a great show. Is Gabby Hoffman related to Dustin Hoffman? I actually don't know. I doubt it. They don't. don't they don't me. really seem related, but I'll find out. Maybe maybe she's his granddaughter. <laughs> I don't think it could be more generations removed than just the one. Yeah. Um. No, it is not her. One of her parents, or one her mom, is an actress whose name. Is just Viva. Wow. No last name. Viva. Power move. But like yeah. Steam. <laughs> Does not look like she has a relation to. Okay. That Hoffman. Hoffman's not that esoteric of a last name. So. Um, Speaking of uh, Dustin Hoffman, have you guys heard what happened with Gene Hackman? 
<laughs> no. Oh, Lord. Gene Hackman had a road rage incident where he got out of the car and got into a fist fight with a guy who kicked him in the balls. <laughs> and then Gene Hackman's 92 years old. Yeah. Uh-huh. What? He was kicked in the testicles and apparently got up and was like, you're all right, kid. <laughs> or like he gracefully conceded the, the, the round to the gentleman who kicked him in the balls. <laughs> That's hilarious. How many times you got to teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> it wasn't the first time. <laughs> Happened with the same guy a couple times. Oh, yeah. It's Ricky. He always kicks Jackman in the balls. Yeah. That happens at least once a month. Why do you still okay, let him play? Here's a question. <laughs> here's a question. Are you classy? Are you cla- Here's the thing. It's a classy move to get kicked in the balls and get up and be like, you're, you're all right, kid. But is it classy if you started the fight? If you were the one who cut someone off and got into the road raid incident, are you still classy afterwards if you concede the fight gracefully? Man, that is such a conundrum of who right. who who wins. <laughs> I I don't know. I think the per- I think if you get out of your car in a road raid incident, it depends. If you were in the wrong and you get out of your car, you definitely lose. If you are in the right and Let's say it's the wrong day of the week. Like you've just had a couple of bad days in a row and you get out. I can excuse it. Most of the time, I think getting out of the car is bad. Unless that the person like almost hit like a child or like an animal or something. And you're just, you're like really mad about that. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But I think getting out of the car that you lose already. Now, hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute though. You got out of the car. You were in the right. You got out of the car. Person that wrong though is a 90 year old man. <laughs> now, how does that change the calculus? Now, how does that change the calculus? He's already out of the car coming at you. He's 90 years old. 90. <laughs> I could tell He's visibly 90. Or I could end it right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd be so I'd be so scared. You know, I'd totally kick an old man in the ball. Just bam. What? Yeah. Old people have too much time. They could they can sue you and all that, take you to the, the police. I I don't have that much time on my That's hands. Right. Man, so I don't know. 30. I just be worried we're, we're that you had a gun. That's my thing about about road rage now. Is that every road rage incident I see now is somebody got shot and killed. So I'm like, I yeah. am going to be the nicest person on the road because I don't. I just don't want to fuck with that. Um, I mean, honestly, in a road rage incident, if someone gets out of their car, they're in the weakest position. Let's be honest. If I'm still in my car and they pull out a gun, like, um. the funniest thing was that wasn't it a florida senator who hit a guy who just rammed into a guy in a prius in a road rage incident and in his stupid brain i guess was just like well this person's in a prius i'm gonna pull out my gun and they're gonna be intimidated and he starts shooting and then the prius guy pulls out a gun and kills him (laughs) yeah that's hilarious And he was justified too, apparently. Yeah. You know, if you start shooting in first, Florida, you are legally allowed to kill anyone you want anytime. <laughs> I'm pretty sure duels are still legal. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Really? Oh fuck. Um, but uh, did you watch that video? Of that guy, that road, the road. I'm, I hesitate to call it road rage because it was insane what he did. The guy is in his car and he's driving along, and somebody cuts him off, and so he pulls a gun out. And he fires through his own window and windshield into their car. That's the person who does not have any regard for their own life. Right. No. Like, you just can't fight with that I person. Was, I was like, listen, you're obviously an insane psychopath. But why wouldn't you roll down the window first? No time. No yeah. time. That fucker's getting away. <laughs> yeah. How many movies have you seen where you think this is a good idea? Because here's another thing. The man had, or at least his body had enough awareness to be like, oh, right, flying glass is a thing. So he pulls the gun out, closes his eyes, and begins <laughs> to fire wildly. And he landed every shot. We call him Johnny Briscoe. <laughs> I mean, had a fucking dash cam. So we saw, or not, one of those inwards facing cameras. So we saw it all. We know the whole process. That's so funny. Because I said I was, I was, I'm just, I was an ass that he'd get cut up by the glass, but I guess he was just like, well, obviously I'm not going to let glass hit me in the face. I'm not stupid. <laughs> I cover like my eyes in some way. Also, I like how he closes his eyes like, as if the glass can't, can't affect his eyelids in any way. <laughs> it was super easy to find him because he had bullet holes in his car yeah. that he put there himself. Yeah, and his, his eyelids were full of glass. <laughs> 
He did actually sustain minor injuries from glass hitting him in the face and all. Just what an idiot! My, does your life just have so little meaning that someone cuts you off and you're gonna shoot them and go to jail like forever, basically? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, in those moments, people, people are just don't think they're just so taken by their rage. This is just a theory that I've seen a fringe theory on the internet. Um, but there are some who are thinking that maybe COVID is causing long-term brain damage like toxoplasmosis. And we're just not picking up on it. We're not testing for it to see. Because people are getting stupider and crazier all the time. Not intergenerations. It's like the same person is different now. And I'm like, I'm wondering, is COVID making people's brains bad? Think, are you talking about COVID the disease or just the effect that COVID has had on society? No, the disease. Okay. Getting COVID is, is damaging your brain. Because hmm. it has all kinds of effects, you know? That's true. That's true. That is, that's interesting. I, I mean, I would say that just the effect that COVID had on some people, you know, people who like, you know, had to stay shut in and, you know, didn't have any escape. Like if, if you get yourself into an echo chamber... Um, while you're in COVID, you or while you're in quarantine, I don't know. May, maybe you just fucking come out differently on the other side. So it could it could be a multitude of things. It's possible because we were talking about this. Uh, I was talking about this with a friend the other day about how you know, like in political campaign ads, if you're attacking someone, you don't actually have to be right. You can just say whatever you want about them. There's no checks. And I was thinking about this how in print ad, like print is the worst. They say whatever they want. I got a mailer. Because uh, I live in North Carolina, and a lot of people here are in red state, so they just send these out to whoever you are, as long as you live somewhere. I got one that was like, Joe Biden is a hardcore socialist, harder than Bernie Sanders. Wow. It, and, like, and like on the back, it was like, Bernie Sanders has, has on occasion told Joe Biden to cool it. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? And you can just say it. You can just print that. It does not matter if it's ever been substantiated. You can just throw it out there and a bunch of people will believe it. And anyone, anyone on the left knows Joe Biden is yeah. not even two brain cells and an internet connection can tell you that's wrong. God. Oh. Even even now the left is like Bernie Sanders isn't a fucking socialist either. So yeah, not left, it's like we no moved on from these people. Um, so if I have a question about yes. your congressman, Con- Madison Caldwell. Oh, no. I was hoping this was hoping I could skirt <laughs> these questions. Because <laughs> here's here's how I'm going to get into it. Here's how I found out about, about the Madison Cawthorn uh, oh, no. event. Is that um, Richard Dreyfuss's son, oh, no. <laughs> Ben Dreyfus, made a tweet chain where he asked a very, a very socially conscious and important question. And it is this. If you were organizing an orgy, would you invite someone in a wheelchair? <laughs> okay now let's go around the room for 74 <laughs> tweets he discusses should you invite one wheelchair to an orgy <laughs> 74 tweets yes <clears throat> I wish that shark eat Mr. Dreyfus to spare us wait you thought it was a real shark um I feel what like did he yes as long as the orgy is wheelchair accessible. Come on. Yeah, as long as there's a ramp. Who cares? <laughs> Easy peasy. I, yeah. I mean, we'll carry you if you ha- if we have to. I mean, we can ship stairs. I mean, if it's on the ground floor, even he better. Was like, he was like, I wouldn't even invite anyone who was unathletic. Let me look up a picture of Ben Dreyfus real quick. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> how athletic are you, Ben? Athletic Please. enough to want to participate in an orgy. <laughs> Okay, first of all, Ben Dreyfus yeah. does not look anything like I thought he would. Um, and second of all, I wouldn't call him athletic though. He's very he's very thin and um, I would say bird like. So, um, so he's a bottom. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so yeah, I would not call him athletic. Um, that's weird. Really weird. <laughs> um. But yeah, so Madison Cawthorn, he is a person who is from North Carolina. <laughs> I don't really like to address him very much because he sucks. But yeah, basically he was just like, I've been invited to orgies and cocaine parties among Congress members. And then mm. people were like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Where are you getting this? Which makes me think one of two things. One, Madison Cawthorn is telling the truth. And the people who are asking him 
are the ones who don't get invited to the orgies and are jealous. <laughs> Two, and uh, probably much more likely, Madison Cawthorn is completely full of shit and is just making shit up. Because once again, you don't have to substantiate anything you say with any kind of fact if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. And it's really disappointing that this guy represents North Carolina because I promise we're not all like this. I promise. <laughs> Are you sure, Seth, you don't want to imagine Nancy Pelosi taking uh, a dick in the ass and the pussy at the same time and working two, two, two shafts with the hands? Yeah, freaking freaking Cory Booker and Raphael Warnock are just all over. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. You don't, you don't want to imagine fucking Senator goddamn literal White House out here getting a rim job? John Bolton's there just watching. Yep. Don't know why. He's yeah. a creepy guy. I always invite him for some yeah. reason. He, just, he, like to he brought like a falafel to eat while he watches. It's weird. <laughs> you don't think uh, Chuck Schumer giving him a fucking Alaska hothouse to somebody? Chuck Schumer. More like Wait, fuck what, what, what Schumer. Alaska hothouse? <laughs> <laughs> you never heard of an Alaska hothouse? No. What if each well, uh, person has to? If you got asked, they have to do the um, Urban Dictionary sexual thing from their state. Mm. So Alaska has to oh, do the Alaska hothouse. <laughs> Better than the Alaska pipeline. You don't want to do that one what for the sure. What the <laughs> So you take a shit and you freeze your turd and use it as a dildo. You freeze it inside of a condom normally. Well, yeah, yeah. In this scenario where this actually happens, which it doesn't. Um, no one's ever done that. No, it's not. Okay, hold on. <laughs> okay, we can't. Okay, asterisks. Asterisks. Um, God's light no longer shines on you know us. What? I know. I actually but... think more sexually depraved stuff happened pre twentieth century than after. Yeah, for sure. I think mm-hmm. we severely um, overestimate how kinky people are now. Because back then mm-hmm. they didn't have shit else to do. That's right. They couldn't just sit on their phone and watch YouTube videos all day. They were just thinking of the most depraved shit they could do with their bodies. I thought there was definitely a time period where the one we're most familiar with, which is like the Puritan era, I guess, where people did get all kinds of fucking, uh, uh, at least publicly, you know, uh, proper about things and, and, and all that. And then we got into the modern day where things get a little looser. But I think before the ancient times, people were just being like, man, where can I put this thing? Exactly. Like, just walk around fully erect. Yeah. What can you do with your holes? Oh, I have a, what, what can we do with all those holes? I have a question for you boys. I saw this okay. on a Reddit post, and I wanted to know what you guys would do in this scenario. Basically, this person okay. said they they work in an office, you know, a fairly large office, um, but they had to come in on the weekend to do some extra work, and mm-hmm. uh, normally they're like normally no one's there on Saturday Sunday, but some people will come in. When they got there, lights were off, completely empty building. They left the lights off because they didn't care. They they liked the lights off. And then they went to go, they worked for a little bit, they went to the bathroom, and they get into the bathroom, they open the door, and one of their co-workers, a man, um, is standing over the sink with his penis fully erect, with his hand on it, and they open the door, they see this, and he's just like, oh no, sorry, and then they close the door and run away, and continue working without ever going back to the bathroom and then leave. What do, what do you do? Either in the moment or the next day, like when you're like back at work with everyone in the office. I mean, in the moment, first of all, I'm I'm doing that on a closed door, leaving them in there, doing their thing. Because when I lived alone, I dirt in the sink all the time. It's just so much easier okay. than doing the toilet or whatever. Cool. Interesting. But the day after that, I'm going to be like, if we see each other, if we pass by in the hallway or whatever, I'm just going to be like. <laughs> yeah. Never a word to be said. We leave this, this is between us. Yeah. Our audio listeners just are really going to love the, all the facial expressions you just did. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. yeah. I was giving various secret society signals to people to this person, yeah. okay? Right. All, there's one requirement. Wash your hands. Because the doorknob, <laughs> don't get your fucking germs on it, okay? Just wash your hands. That's my okay. one, that's one thing. Marcus, what do you do? Um, I'm going to be the asshole. And I'm going to take a picture. Then I'm going to run away. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna call out the next day and let this person wonder what I did with that photo. Interesting. Plant oh, a seed yes. in their head. Oh yeah. For me, but then just actually do nothing because you're Marcus. I mean, I had to do some calculus. I decided that I would obviously run away, but then the next day at work when everyone's there, I would assess in my mind 
how important is this person to my job? Because it was a person, like in my current job, there's people who I work with who do a lot of stuff I never want to do. And I'm very grateful that they're there. If I caught them masturbating, I wouldn't say a goddamn thing. But <laughs> if it's somebody who I don't really need at all, I shouldn't say need, but if it's a person who doesn't really affect my day-to-day life, I might just have to rat them out. Because that is a really fucked up thing to do in an office building. Like with people who, I mean, because if they're doing it there, I don't know where else they've done it. I don't know what kind of freedom this person thinks they have when no one's around. And so, yeah. I mean, I feel like you need a certain level of entitlement to to even consider doing. Out of that, or they have the uh, getting caught fetish. Mm. Mm. Now hold on. Okay, I have a question for the two of you. Have you ever masturbated at work? No. I work from home. I work from. Wait a minute. I work from home. Listen. Okay. Okay. You done? No. 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 I mean, your ass is in the building. No. Marcus has. (laughs) <laughs> He's thinking about listen, it. It took you listen, way too long. I, I had a job where I was alone in a building to clean after hours. So you made it dirty. So you're like, I'm <laughs> going to clean it up anyway. I might as well. <laughs> no, I, I considered it. I heavily considered it. And I was like, mm. yeah, I could, I could do it. I'll just clean it up and it's, it's done. No evidence. Mm. I, I elected against it. And a few weeks later, I learned the place I was cleaning had cameras. <laughs> ah. So it's a good thing I did. Good good job, Past Marcus. You're a real stand-up dude. <laughs> Smith, well, I guess have. I'll be the one who masturbates at work then. I guess yeah. it'll be me. Because yeah. <clears throat> I, I got used to it here, working from home. And I come back to the office and I was like, alright, I'll bring it all back to the office then, I guess. <laughs> Um, wow! So yeah, maybe once a week or so, I go in the bathroom, jerk uh, off, have a good time. I mean, away, go home. I mean, the post nut clarity is pretty good. I guess if you're at work and you, just, you need to get some stuff done, you just right. do that and then it's finish your job. Work, you know. I mean, if you were doing it this long, Smith, I guess uh, nothing is a habit, you know. Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, <laughs> isn't it for everybody though? Are we all busting nuts constantly? Because it's, it's the one comfort we have in this world. I mean, I'm with you, yeah. I mean, say. yeah, I do enjoy busting. Busting <laughs> makes me feel good. <laughs> As Ray Parker Jr. once said. I don't say this, Marcus. The thing is, you shouldn't masturbate in a in the public part of the building. Do it in the bathroom where there are no cameras. Well, no you cameras know? you know of. Right. Mm. I mean, enjoy the show then, weirdos. <laughs> I mean, if you, want to, if you want to see it, I guess. <laughs> Watch you jerk off. It's not, not much to see, you know. Not, not, a, not a spectacle or anything. Um, so that was a, a weird tangent we just took there. Right, and all three of us were here for that weird tangent. That's that's a nice change of pace. Yeah, I know, right? She's just me and Marcus, or me and Seth. It's we got we got to do the Seth and Marcus solo up one day, or it's just you Ooh. two. We keep thinking about it. Right. Um, what do y'all be sick or dead or something, and y'all can do it then? Wow, really mor- morbid dead. thought there. But then, who would edit it? Is the question. You know, it would. It would is, we we would record it every week, not knowing that it never gets edited or posted. <laughs> the last episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, the fucking treasure trove. Okay, so I hate to do this. Yep. But we got to talk about Elon. Musk oh my god. Second. Okay, I know what you're gonna say. He just bought what was it nine point something nine point two percent of Twitter. Yeah. So, so he is the largest individual shareholder. And he is a man who claims that Twitter is bad for free speech and he wants to start his own competing social network. And to do that, I guess he decided, let me just become the largest shareholder on Twitter because he realized how hard it is to actually make a social network people want to use. Because what what else what else is he doing with this? I know, right? Not not a lot of uh, of uh, effort is going on around the Musk household right now. Yeah, because people have already done social networks. Elon Musk's whole thing is to do like do something that's like almost new, make a bunch of money off of it, and then fucking kill it. Who cares? Except for Tesla, he keeps that around. Everything else, he just like does it for a little bit. Fuck it. But social networks, you got to pump a lot of a lot of time and resources into that he doesn't have the 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 time for. So, yeah, now he owns most of Twitter, and we'll see, or most of Twitter. He owns the largest single person shares of Twitter. Um, 
so yeah i don't know what he plans to do with that i'm not sure anybody can what what can you do if you own 10 percent of twitter i don't know i guess you could try and steer the board in certain ways make rules that favor you i guess they ban elon musk on twitter <laughs> he doesn't own the company they can still do it what about uh here's a question what about what about what's happening with uh with bruce willis y'all about that that's fucked up yeah it's really fucked up um hold on marcus do you know about this i know he has uh like a, a medical issue aphasia like that's what i know yeah so basically he has a uh mental um i'm not sure what the proper term is but it's called aphasia and uh basically it's kind of like um having a stroke without the having part it just kind of happens to you um kind of slowly and it ramps up over time so he has hard times you know remembering things remembering people you know knowing where he is sometimes and the which is bad in itself but the more insidious part is that it seems like people who are in his team like his management and agents knew about this and decided they were going to still squeeze as much money as they could out of him because they were having him do movies like all these incredibly stupid directed video movies he's been doing for the past five years um and they were telling directors ahead of time oh he only he only be on set for like two days and like eight hour days, which normally would become four hour days. <clears throat> and he might not remember all of his lines, but don't worry about that and all this stuff. And um, it got to the point where even the di- the directors were like, yeah, I don't really want to keep making him do this. So I'm just going to not do more movies um, because it was pretty fucked up. And it reeks of people who just wanted to get more of their percentage out of all these movies. It's a really sad way for your life to go, you know. Uh, <clears throat> it's a pretty shitty disease to have, and also to be, you know, exploited by people was crazy. Yeah, that's that sucks. Um, I mean, we're all exploited, but it feels bad to exploit someone who has a fucking like disease, basically, you know, mm-hmm. um, to make money for yourself. Because the creative agent is it, is it? What are they called? It's the biggest fucking agency. It's creative artist agency. Yeah. yeah. His team was apparently just just getting in these fucking shitbox goddamn movie roles for a cheap buck to hide it from the fact to hide this like thing from uh, people who had more clout, I guess, than these directors did. I think you said Kevin Smith, Seth, Seth, didn't, didn't he say something about this? Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know a couple of years ago, Kevin Smith made one of his, you know, Q and A's he does where he goes out, asks, you know, answers questions and talks for, you know, forever. And he did, he did one where the first question was, what was it like working with Bruce Willis? And then he ended up talking for two straight hours about that. Only one question and never answered anything else. Um, but in it, he mentioned that like Bruce Willis did not like Kevin Smith. Like he did not, they did not get along on the set of cop out and they didn't have a good relationship on the press tour or anything. Um, which is fine. I don't, I don't know if Kevin Smith's the most likable person in the world, but whatever he did. He didn't like him, but he said on one of his podcasts from a couple of years ago, he's like, Bruce Willis like called me up the other day. I didn't have the number on my phone, but he called me up and we were talking and he was like, you know, hey, how's it going? How you been? You know, kind of talking about how how things were and all this and how he's, you know, it's it's how things were bad or whatever. And then he was like, oh, that was very nice. And he got more calls over like another year. And Bruce Willis kept saying, oh, yeah, I have pictures of you and Rose. And Kevin Smith has no idea who Rose is, but he just assumed, oh, this is something that he calls somebody that worked with us on Cop Out or whatever. And then at one point he sends Kevin Smith these pictures and Kevin Smith is like, oh, I'm not in any of these pictures. They're, this guy just doesn't know who he's talking to. He, he called me by accident. And it wasn't until, the, and then when this guy announced that he had aphasia, Kevin Smith was like, oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense now. So it's like, it's, re- it's really, really rough to be in that scenario and just kind of like get all the pieces laid out for you over a couple of years. <clears throat> so yeah. yeah it's a... It's fucked up, man. That's a it's just a shitty a shitty existence to have, I think, after a certain point. Yeah. So <sighs> good job retiring and I guess people aren't gonna be leeching off of him for for a while at least. So I hope he can have some kind of peace um before he goes. To circle back around real quick yeah. to Amazon. Amazon. Uh so Amazon has a worker chat app. Marcus, you ever see this while you were there? I d- did not. I went I, I stacked my boxes, I sorted them, I went home. I had no interest in any of their extracurricular shit. 
Well, the worker chat app has just banned a couple of words. Union. They have banned words like union, yep. living wage, <laughs> restrooms, grievance, slave labor, this is dumb, <laughs> diversity, Whoa. vaccine. Wow. Just splitting it all out, huh? Interesting. Just banning a lot of a lot of interesting words. I think also plantation is on here. Why? I guess plantation. Oh, this place is yeah. like a plantation. What if you're asking all your friends to go to soup plantation for lunch? What the heck? <laughs> is that a place? <laughs> yeah, there is a restaurant. There's none around where the fuck we live. But there are, there are, Which is weird, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Here's some more, guys. Listen to this: pay raise, compensation, ethics. Unfair, master, freedom, injustice, fairness, even some phrases like this is concerning wow. are now banned. Okay, how do you not just take this to to court and be like, um, why would they ban all this if if it's not shit they're doing? <laughs> like, I mean they can. They because they can. It's their it's their internal, you know, app that they want. Oh, you also can't. Oh man, guys, hold on. I got. I found. I found the master list here. Uh-oh. Sorry, the blank list because it's been banned. Uh, I hate, fire, terminated, bullying, harassment. I don't care. Rude, <laughs> stupid, prison, threat, petition, uh, accessibility, senior ops, representation, favoritism, rate, tot. Unite slash Unity, uh, Concerned, um, Robots, Trash, Committee, and Coalition are also all banned. So, why make an app when you can't use words? Like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck? If you make an app where you can only use the thumbs up emoji. That's all you can send back and forth. <laughs> so, this is, I mean, this is pretty fucked up shit, you know? I mean, it's wild. So, it's supposed to be their app for like shouting out your coworkers. So fun fact, I actually looked up Soup Plantation because I didn't know if this was a real thing. I'd heard it before. I just said it now. Soup Plantation is a real thing. It is a restaurant. First of all, it's not two words. It's Soup Plantation. It's S-O-U-P Plantation. It's not two P's or separation. Oh, soup Plantation. No. They have an alternate name, which is Sweet Tomatoes. Um, but they decided to usually use um, Soup Plantation. Um, and they had 97 locations that closed temporarily in March 2020 for the pandemic. Uh, but then that became permanent three months later and they filed for liquidation and they are now no longer a uh, thing. So Hooray. fun fact, there is no more soup plantation and they only, Yay. um, operated in like California and a couple other places around there. Here's the thing though, folks, soup doesn't come plantations. That's true. But it's a soup plantation. What does that okay? What does that mean? That means the plantation makes soup. Yeah, you still what? you still make the ingredients soup? for soup at a plantation. Soup is soup. What do you mean? What, what is soup? It's hot water. Soup. It's a thing you eat. It's hot water. So it goes on a plantation. You grow grow hot water on a plantation. Well, no, but now. okay, it's made out of freaking goddamn broth, which you raise on a uh-huh. farm, and plantations are farms. What is what is broth? What is broth? Broth is meat juice. Okay, yes. get over yourself. You got plantations chicken. don't. First of all, plantations don't grow animals; they grow crops. Uh-huh. All right, let's just get that straight. Maybe they mostly pigs, grow cash right? crops like cotton. All right, uh-huh. okay, tobacco. So that's why they're specifying of, this is a here's our plantation. Here's our corn plantation. <laughs> no, we make corn soup here on the corn soup plantation. Listen, it's the dumb. soup plantation. <laughs> specify that they make soup and they abuse their workers, alright? That's all we needed to know, okay? Long, hard day out here at the soup fields again. <laughs> Harvesting this soup. Got my big ladle. Singing our songs, you know? So, um, the person who maintains the soup plantation Wikipedia has decided oh, to God. put the references to soup plantation in popular culture. And these oh, are man. pretty hilarious. 
The chain features prominently in the 1986 volleyball movie Spiker, with multiple scenes conspicuously taking place at Sioux Plantation. We all remember Spiker, clearly, the 1986 mm, okay, yeah. volleyball movie. Sioux Plantation was mentioned in episode 56 of the Dungeons and Daddies podcast. Just mentioned. <laughs> not like it in the bottom of the not barrel. They sponsored it, or it was like the main location, mentioned. And then the last one, Sioux Plantation is mentioned in Gilmore Girls Season 3, Episode 21. Wow. Okay. The first two, the, the, the first and the last one, I get it, sure. That makes sense. The Dungeons How and Daddies podcast. Is that clickable? Is that clickable? <laughs> Dungeons and Daddies Blue, can you go there? You cannot, but I've heard of this podcast. I think it's relatively popular. Okay. Um, is it is it about D and D or is it about S and M? Okay, Smith, aren't you a dungeon daddy? I, I thought it was an S and M thing. I didn't know. I mean, why not both? Come on now. That's a fair point. You know, there's probably <laughs> a lot of overlap. Probably a lot of overlap there. Everybody's got a goddamn D and D podcast these days, you know. So mm-hmm. wouldn't surprise me. Oh, at all. it's like a, some some guys I used to watch on YouTube actually do this um, podcast. Wow, name them. Uh, name and shame. It's like, do you guys remember Rocket Jump? They, I remember Rocket yeah, Jump. Yeah, it's like a couple, like, it's Freddie Wong and a, a couple of the guys from, from that. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's... What is the premise of their podcast? What do they do? What does it talk about? What see. do they do? Um, it's about, oh, they're all dads. It's about four dads mm. from our world who are transported into the realm of high fantasy and magic on their quest to rescue their sons. So the daddy sure is a guy. But yeah. So yeah, interesting. There it is, and they mentioned soup plantation on episode fifty-two. So if you're interested <laughs> nice. in soup plantation lore, you know where to find it. That is that is a truly uh, that's a deep dive Wikipedia article right there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably just the tip of the iceberg too. Mm. Again, so many things that are being combined that should not be combined: soup and plantations, soup and volleyball, <laughs> soup, plantations and volleyball. Plantations and, and dungeons and fucking I, there's so many things that are crossover that should not cross over. Gilmore Girls and soup. Why is that a thing? That shouldn't be a thing. They don't have soup in Stars Hollow. Well, what about Soup Dungeon? How about that? No Soup Dungeon. We can make something out of that. Could work. <laughs> the Soup that Dungeon Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, so far we got that fucking TV show, right? With fucking uh, what's his face, Joel. The McShane or something. I don't Joel remember his name. McShane. Joel, the soup. You know what I'm talking about. He was on the Community. Oh, Joel McHale. <laughs> Joel McHale. Oh my God. What if he was on the Soup Plantation, sponsored by Soup Plantation? <laughs> <laughs> the time for that crossover is past, unfortunately. Uh, but um, yeah. Well, what if it brings it back? Made it happen. Right. Both yeah. shows. <laughs> one show, one restaurant. It's- they filed for liquidation, right? So you can probably scoop the scoop the IP up pretty cheap right, yeah, right now. Yeah, should be Because the soup is definitely still a thing that comes on TV. I know it definitely is a real program. It still exists. It's like uh, at midnight, definitely still around. You know, oh, man, at midnight only. I mean, at midnight had a fucking run. They had like a hundred something episodes of that show, so it's out there. Yeah, and I true. bet Donald Glover can make a nice set. <laughs> just just some great jokes about a soup plantation. <laughs> I'm sure. Probably. New season of Atlanta is pretty good. Oh, is it on now? Oh, I haven't started yet. Shit, I didn't even the know. The first episode? Fucking. It, it's, 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 it's a hard watch, honestly. They, it's oh. Not about any of the characters on the show. First episode has nothing to do with the show Atlanta in any way. <laughs> but oh, it is shit. really, really good. Um, yeah. Well, boys, as we come to the end of the episode here, yep. what have you been doing real quick? Lightning round. Uh, okay, I've played some some League of Legends and Satisfactory, and I went and saw The Lost City, the new Sandra Bullock Channing Tatum movie, and it's really good. And if you didn't hear me earlier, watch Winning Time. It's great. I have been playing Elden Ring on PC. I'm trying to level a second character. and uh, Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I watched Raised by Wolves. It was batshit insane. Uh, pretty good. Nice. I'm done. All right. That's it. So, boys. Was that an episode of the podcast? It'd it be. That's nice. All right, we're done. Uh, I am Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find the stuff that I write about movies and television on instinct-shatter.io. 
I just posted a article about uh, Bo Burnham, one of the songs from Inside, um, now that he has won a Grammy for it. I am Marcus. You can find me on Instagram at uh, Mr. Beaches, and I occasionally do art for the podcast. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell, who earlier was streaming Elden Ring on Twitch. I'm not sure if he still is. His Elden Ring streams have been hilarious at the Ben Powell, and he has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown, where we talk about wrestling and from the South. If that's if that sounds interesting, go check it out. Uh, you can lead horse or water, but you can't make it under it. Fuck. Uh. Madison Cawthorn. <laughs> a lot of people have wanted to. Yeah. So. Uh, make sure all your all your orgies are wheelchair accessible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we have stopped trying to solve our problems. We're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the Lenials Podcast, baby. Check next week for our Morbius episode. Oh, We're out. Yeah. Out. Peace. <laughs>